It is so good to be back. I am Riley Mayhem and this is Sex With Everyone. I know it's been a minute and I deeply apologize. It just really was necessary for my mental health to take a little bit of a break from the podcast for a little bit. And I also moved cross country, so I just needed a little bit of time and space to settle in the new city and focus on me for a minute. So I appreciate you and your patience uh, and I am back. So very stoked. I still have shit tons of interviews waiting (laughs) to come to your beautiful ear holes. So prepare thyselves. I figured I would shake things up a little bit for the first episode back. I was so honored to be able to do a DJ slot. There is a radio station that my village hosts for the entire week and a half at Burning Man and I volunteered to do a shift and it turned out so fucking awesome. So I ended up simply doing my podcast live for the radio station and I pulled random people from the street and they just came by and sat down for five minutes or 20 minutes or whatever and we just got to chat. So this is a little different. This is live, (laughs) recorded live in a different way than usual. And I ended up talking with four different people. Uh, So you'll be hearing from Kim, Tiger, Cheyenne, and Reptile Dysfunction. And each conversation is very different from the others, which I love as always. I will say the audio quality is a little different than usual as well, uh, because I wasn't recording with the same equipment that I usually record with. So we kind of had to, you know, jerry rig some things together to be able to even record this live set. So the set originally was interlaced between um, sexy songs, but I had to cut them down and or completely out because copyright infringement is a thing. (laughs) So This is a really long intro and I apologize for that. But again, it is a Burning Man episode hosted at Burning Man. It was a crazy windy day. It was starting to rain while I was in the tower (laughs) in our DJ booth. It was the beginning of the rains that I'm sure everyone listening has heard of by this point. It was a little crazy day and you will hear a lot of background noise, um, you know, art cars going by and people talking in the background and stuff because I was on a major intersection. So anyway, let's fucking get into it, y'all. Please join me as I talk about sex with Burning Man. I actually just pulled somebody off of uh, <laughs> off the street. Um, I don't even know your name yet, my friend. I'm Meow Mayhem. I'm Kim. Kim, yes. thank you so much for stopping. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yelling at people on the street, and uh, and this lovely human said yes. Um, so I'm I'm curious. Have you had any quiet experiences so far? Not in a, maybe this burn or a previous burn or anything? Um, this is my first burn. Oh, welcome. Yeah. Welcome. You. Awesome. Love it. <laughs> um, and are you talking sexual sexual experiences? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yes. I, I, yes, I've had sex since I've yeah. been here. Oh, <laughs> yes. wonderful. How was it? It's awesome. Yeah. 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 Yeah, was it somebody that you knew already? Yes, somebody yeah. that I um, I know back from home. Oh, cool. Yeah, not a committed... Um, it's just fine, it's fine. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and he's standing right behind me. And he, oh. doesn't know, and he doesn't know we're talking about oh, this. Oh, <laughs> he will soon. <laughs> he, he soon will. <laughs> was that uh, the first time for you no. guys? No. Okay. So uh, how was it like, you know, being here in such a new environment with somebody that you already have that kind of relationship with? Um, does the environment, did it add to any anything for... Um, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it... If it added or took away anything it's definitely mm -hmm. different and it's yeah. definitely um a different sort of dynamic being out here and how so um i, <laughs> I don't know how much of this i can actually say <laughs> that's totally valid yeah like, no I, I would love to just let, like, no worries yeah if yeah. he wasn't standing right there because yeah. <laughs> it's so good there's oh. there's so much fucking drama oh, <laughs> it's so yeah, good it's so that. good i feel yeah. that for sure yeah there's yeah. Other, uh, other dynamics other people here that have also had experiences with this person so that's that's, ah, that's interesting navigating that, that. is interesting yeah. to navigate yeah. yeah yeah um but you know just try to roll with it and just have fun you yeah. know yeah why not <laughs> um and i was actually really interested hello um Ooh, it is getting windy out there y'all um and i i've never been to kind of uh, orgy or anything like that, but oh, I was yeah. looking. I was interested in going to the orgy dome. Just orgy to see. dome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard legend. I've yet to go myself either. Yeah. Uh, but I hear excellent things. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm time. definitely like trying to push my sexual boundaries around those sorts of things because oh, I, I, I would have. You would have talked to me six months ago. There's yeah. no way I would ever consider doing something like that. I'm like, really? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> what What made that shift for you? you Possibly a midlife crisis, but you know we huh? can't. We can't, we don't know for sure. Sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that might be part of it yeah 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 i just kind of set a point where you're just like yeah fuck it i just want to do what yeah, i want to do yeah. when i want to do it well and i and i think it's actually more of like a midlife reflection where it's like mm. if you, you live a certain you live your life a certain way mm -hmm. and then at some point you're like do i want to spend the rest of my life doing what i did before or do i want to try something totally different that's that real shit yeah the real yeah. shit comes yeah. for you man and it came hard for yeah me. yeah right well and also like i found um when you push your boundaries it's you know, sometimes the boundaries push back and that's positive, yes, you know, and it, yes, but yes, it's, yes. It's, at least you know where they are then. Yeah. You know, and it's okay when you're in exploration mode of being like, maybe I won't like this. Yeah. Um, and that's okay too. If I decide that's not for me. Yeah. Uh, whatever that thing may be. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I think there's just so much that, how much are we taught or how much of it is what we actually feel? And so oh, I'm trying to peel that back. Like oh. how much is like, what am I really attracted to? What yeah. am I not attracted to? What right. are my brakes? What are my accelerators on things? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just kind of like trying to unlearn things that were never really mine in the first place. Oof. That's that real shit. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that we all, um, it's a lifelong endeavor for sure to, to continue to peel that back. Constantly. Yeah. And like, yeah. You, and like you said, it was such a good point that uh, when you push the boundaries, they push back and like this, it's, they definitely do. Yeah. And you have to literally get on the roller coaster. Just fucking hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the fact of the matter is life is a roller coaster, whether you're consciously like working right. on it or not, yeah. it's ha life is happening. Yeah. You have to make choices every minute of every day. Yeah. And even if your choice is, uh, you know, quote unquote, no choice, that's yes. still, still a, a choice. choice for sure. And, uh, and you have to be, you know, it's like, at what point is it just easier to to do seemingly the harder thing in the moment yeah. because that'll ultimately be a better choice, you know, one way or another. You know, or it won't be. Yeah. Or, or it won't be. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More I, information yeah, to it, Exactly. From. Yeah. Um, that there, there's, I don't think there's like, I'm not a, an everything happens for a reason type of person. Yeah. Because 
some really shit happen, bad shit that happens shouldn't happen. So I just feel like, yeah, yeah things can happen to us and it's like up to us to decide how we want to go forward with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much yeah. for saying yes and Absolutely. randomly <laughs> pulling over Absolutely. on the side, <laughs> side of the road. Um, and uh, is there any last uh, things that you want to say to uh, to the people listening right now across the playa? I mean, have a good time. Let it go. Let it go, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's Beautiful. All. Yeah. All right. Go to, a, go to a gong sound bath because it'll change your life. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what you're heading to. That's what yeah, heading perfect. To. Yeah. All right. Um, well, you guys heard it here first, and I will get back to you momentarily. Awesome sauce. That was Chromeo Bonafide Lovin', y'all. Once again, this is 96.3 K-A-E-Z on Playa. We are at 4 and E this year. If you want to come over and say hello, I'm literally in the A-E-Z tower that you can see um, from from Inner Playa, uh, which is fucking a great way to guide yourself home in the middle of the night. I am Meow Mayhem, and I am chatting with folks that feel like stopping by and and talking about you know all that good stuff sex sexuality relationships identities relationships with your own body relationships with other people's bodies i don't know wherever the conversation goes i now have someone that i actually forget their client name what's your what, what are you going by my friend tiger tiger thank you so tiger what made you i i, I was telling you about me doing this segment um couple days ago i think mm, yes. and you were like i want to come i want to be on that i want to do that what what made you want to just jump all over it and be here with me yeah that's a great question um well long time listener first time caller no, uh, <laughs> i uh you know a lot of my friends have told me over the last few years they're like you should start a podcast mm. and then we met a few days ago being mm-hmm. neighbors here mm-hmm. And you told me you had a podcast, which I thought was absolutely fucking fantastic. And you told me the premise of it, which I thought was amazing. And so I was like, yo, you should record this shit. And I got to get on your podcast because, (laughs) I mean, you were telling me you have like backlogs of interviews. And I'm like, you need to record the Burning Man one because that might be might be a hit. You know, you never know what interesting characters are going to roll through. And um like i speak for myself i consume a fuck ton of podcasts because i think even these long formats right you're able to really get deep into an actual conversation and and learn about a topic and a person right like uh you know back before we had all this tech to do this right everybody you'd watch like a news clip or tv show and they'd have like four or five minutes to get an idea across and like Mm -hmm. that's not enough time for a lot of complex issues especially like if you're talking about like sexuality and things like that it's like you know the longer format i think really uh lends itself to really exploring ideas and creativity you know and so i want to be part of that awesome fuck yeah and what makes you um believe you're you're a good fit for for this right now i mean i i genuinely personally i i say that jokingly right i i personally think every single person in the world would be a fascinating person to interview on this topic. So I, I'm saying it a little flippantly, but oh, yeah, you did sure. volunteer. So I'm yeah, curious, yeah. like what your perspective we're, on yourself is. We're, we're both sarcastic. So yeah. I think it's fine. You're not, you're not stepping on toes. Um, yeah. So uh, why am I good for this particular uh, podcast and interview? Well, like you said, everybody, we all like sex. I, I, most of us do, I assume. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's a really, 
taboo topic in a lot of circles in the world and it really shouldn't be especially you come to burning man you see all kinds of fucking sexual expression here and it's beautiful and it's yeah and people are supportive of it whether you know you're like straight lesbian gay a furry doesn't doesn't fucking matter here and and like it's cool to be in an environment like that where people are celebrated and encouraged to be themselves you know I, i find that super beautiful especially this is my first burn so you know so maybe, you know, I'm not a virgin, but I'm seeing the burn through virgin eyes. So yeah, like yeah. maybe, you know, so we can kind of play with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. I mean, and that's it is interesting. Um, it, just you saying that how we can we do utilize the term virgin uh, even in non-sexual you know, situations, which I always find funny. Um, so in that thread, um, as a as a virgin here at, at Burning Man, <laughs> anything that's particularly striking for you or is this easy peasy these these are your people you always knew they would be and you're and you're fitting in no big deal yeah uh that's a great question um yeah i feel like these have been my my people I feel like right. i've been lost from my tribe for i'm 37 i'm like been lost for 37 years and now i'm home Aww, <laughs> uh, yay! but like you know the circumstances that got me here were absolutely fucking crazy so a good friend of mine was supposed to come speaking of sex with a guy she was trying to rekindle i think something mm-hmm. sexually with and he bailed on her at the last hour Rude. so the day so we left on saturday and the friday before i get a message saying hey tiger you are my one friend who i know would love burning man who could get his shit together in like a day's notice and just fucking roll with it <laughs> This yeah. is your first burn and you got here with a day's notice. Yeah, so, so she, and I get this text message and I'm like, okay, that sounds great. And I'm like, when are we leaving? She's like, tomorrow. And I'm like, all right. So uh, one of my jobs, I teach yoga and I'm like, all right, we'll I have to teach a class from 11 to noon. But once I'm done, like we can roll out like one. And she's like, okay, it's going to be like 14 hours. I'm like, fuck it, let's go. And so, um, yeah, we get in the car and we're driving here and I knew about Burning Man, but I wasn't like. You know, just kind of like what most people probably think or know of it who haven't been through a burn. And I get in the car and we're driving here and I'm like, all right, so like, how does this go? Do I need money? And she's like, there's no money there. And I'm like, all right, where the fuck are we going? And she's like, just trust me, you're going to have the best time. And so we get here in the middle of the morning, like four at the gate and it's kind of blowing some sand and she just looks at me, like grabs me by the sh- grabs me by the shoulders, and she's like, "You're gonna have the best fucking time." <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so then we got here, and was she I, right? She was absolutely right. I've okay. been doing a little bit of everything. Like okay. this mo- just ex- example, this morning, I made some pancakes with my neighbor. Then I went and I yelled about bourbon, beignets, and bacon, okay. and bratwurst today, and uh, like just been doing a little bit of everything. Went out to the yeah. playa, helped build some art. Beautiful. Um, helped our set up parts of our camp and have you done it's been anything great. uh particularly sexual on plan i don't necessarily mean hooking up right right classes there's shit tons of classes yeah uh, you know we previously mentioned orgy dome um and i heard about orgy dome yeah. yeah so have you have you checked out anything in that realm of things uh whether it's with a specific person or not okay so i guess two things yeah. um it was like the second night I was here. I ended up down the street at the Leopard Lounge where I like to bang the drum with the band there because I'm a musician. I play guitar and drums. And uh, late that night, just hanging out with uh, one of the bartenders, and this woman comes up 
And I have to tell everybody this story. So I called her the Enchantress because she she comes out of the night wearing like sexy black and red lingerie, has red hair, pretty woman. And she's doing some sort of performance type art piece. But honestly, I think it was like witchcraft. Like, oh. <laughs> and so she like she's like moving around and like you just like, yeah, like I was enchanted. So it was the bartender. And yeah. she even smelled like whatever essential oil or perfume she had on and like radiated out this like enchant. Like, like, like I said, it's just like an enchanting smell. Yeah. And so she basically does this like magic, like says some weird shit that like cuts deep. And then walks off into the night. And so me and the bartender is named Bingo. We look at each other and we're like, well, that's the most interesting thing that's happened tonight at the bar. But it gets weirder. Yeah. So then uh, we roll a joint, smoke the joint. I decide I'm going to go out to the playa and just ride around. So I go out and I'd seen the man during the day, but I wanted to check him out at night. So I roll through there, show up, I'm walking through and I go to the backside of the stage. And it's that fucking enchantress woman again, standing there with like three dudes and she's doing this like moving magic like around this guy and it like it's I a little high on mushrooms too i'll be honest but it seemed like she like pulled this guy's soul out of his body like rang out like some of his inner demons and shoved it back into him and this guy I, you could see it you know being a, a straight man myself i looked at him and it, he went from being like captivated by her to like kind of aroused by her to like kind of scared what she was saying to like it ended up his brother like came up and was like holding him he started crying and like she like exercised some fucking demons out of him and then at the end she goes around like hugs everybody and she comes up and hugs me and like i whisper in her ear i'm like how the fuck did i just run into you again and she says some sort of like what you'd expect like a sorceress or which to say some sort of clever quip i can't quite remember and she's like i know it is like strange darling but like nothing is by coincidence and like kisses me on the lips and walks the fuck away and i was just like what was that what the absolute was that so that's the only like actual you know action i got on the playa but um I mean that's that's a hell of a story. It's though. a good story though, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean I, and kisses on playa are just so sweet. As they, well. they are. Uh, they your, are. Yours sounded uh, particularly spicy. It was in, in a completely was, different way. Yeah, it was just like I just I was just caught off guard. I left and I'm like, you know, like what the fuck was? I'm like, did she just cast a spell on me? Maybe. And, we'll find. But then out. I gotta say, after that, the next day. I I would say I personally met like the most beautiful woman. So we'll see. That's to be determined. Oh, cool! How exciting is that? It's super exciting. Oh, yeah, cool. especially because uh, like I was I've been divorced for six years. So hmm. the last I'd say the first like four and a half, almost five years, like I kind of like went back to being a virgin practically. Like yeah, I right. my sex life just dropped off, and it mostly was by choice because uh. You know, once you, I think you have like a deep love and that ends, then you get to a point where like when I was younger, it was like, oh, I'm going to go home around. But then it gets to a point and it's like, man, I miss that deep connection with a person. So it was like, I think I'm just going to, you know, do a lot of healing. And then when the time's right, I'll be like ready to go back out there. And like, uh, and this year is probably the first year where it's been like, okay, I'm ready to like coming back online. online, I'm ready to move on. And yeah, I feel that I actually went through something very similar recently, not as hardcore as the divorce and and all the things, but, um, but a major, I mean, it was my fiance and a major breakup and, uh, and I'm, I'm polyamorous. And so I, I realized after uh, my breakup with him, um, that 
I hadn't been truly single in like over 10 years. Our relationship was only four years, okay. but uh, there was always overlap of different right, relationships, right? right? Yeah, because yeah. I'm poly. Yep. Um, and I love being poly. And that's absolutely an orientation for me. Um, so that will never not be the case. But I was like, I need some alone time. I need to, I need to, I need to not for a minute. Right. Got to so, unpack those bags. Right. Yeah, yeah, man. And so I've, I, it's been two years now, um, since that breakup and, uh, you know, and you know, I, I've had like, you know, some hookups sometimes, you know, right. kind of for like maintenance. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it really like I, I really shut down. I intentionally, mm. I was intentionally single and intentionally kind of shut down my, interest in other people and connecting in that way. And, and so I could really focus on my, the trauma I just went through and kind of recalibrating for me and working through some stuff. And, and just similarly to you, um, in the last, I want to say four to six months for me, Mm -hmm. uh, I can, I can feel my sexuality and my interest in other people kind of renewing. Yeah. Starting to come back online, coming alive again. And and that's a really exciting, it's really exciting. And I don't know if you feel similarly, Mm -hmm. Um, because it kind of tells me that like, maybe I'm definitely not done with my trauma, but, um, but I'm healing's a lifelong journey for sure. But like, I've done enough of the work that it doesn't have to be my entire focus anymore. Exactly. I can finally thrive again and live for me and find the the joys and, and I I love sex. I love relationships. I love connecting with people so fucking much. Absolutely. And uh, it was really healthy for me to not for a minute, but um, it's exciting to, to, to have that kind of reawakening. Yeah, that's yeah. that's beautiful. I'm glad that you're experiencing that. You know, yeah, you too. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, I think that's right. That's like the most important thing is like we all like go through shitty parts of life, right? Like ups and downs. But I think Certainly. right, you gotta when you go through something like what we both described, right? I think it's important you have to unpack that bag mm. and like deal with your shit. And like it's really the most unfair thing I think you can do is bring your emotional baggage to someone else's doorstep. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's for me, that's it's why I'm analyzing it first. At least. Yeah, like, absolutely. We're all going to do it to some extent. Let's right. Right. But to yeah, some yeah. degree. But you know, like you were talking about like healing journey. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, that's so critical. Like if you don't heal yourself, right. And you're, you, you really, it's unfair to your partner, future partner to God, expect yes. them to heal you. Like they can definitely play a no. part in that journey, yeah. but it's like, I think that's where a lot of uh, new relationships like fuck up and fail before they have a chance to bloom is like they're going and they're like, oh, this one person in my past hurt me no matter who they are. And then it's like you bring that to your new partner mm-hmm. and you and then they're like, hey, well, I didn't fucking do that to you. Right. Like, right, I, like right, I, right. I understand you went through this, but it's like, yeah, I'm like, don't take it out on me, dog. I'm not yeah. the one who fucking fucked you over. Right. right, so, right. And it can be different this time. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And everything is right. It's. Um, every relationship is different, especially I get, you know, you being poly, like you, you get it. Like there's difference and like everybody is like, can be wildly different. Right. So like, that's a, um, a whole new, like, you know, it's, it's just interesting, I guess. Well, and to your point, I also think it's really important to kind of analyze and not that, you know, I'm, I'm 32 and so I don't have like a, I'm 37. So we're basically the same age. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying like uh, what I'm, I'm not, you know, super wise to the all the generational shifts in the way that we treat uh-huh. marriage and relationships and stuff uh, I just have you know the the stuff that I know right, um, yeah, yeah. and uh, but uh, I recognize that it feels like today you know a lot 
we all had love marriage, yeah. right? It's mm-hmm. always marriage is based on love, right? Instead of uh, arranged marriages and you yeah. know whatnot, or at least not as commonly anymore. Um, and that's the goal. But we also put so much pressure on you know your your one partner to also be your entire confidant, to also be your sexual lover, mm-hmm. to also be your therapist, right. to also be your best fucking friend yeah, and huge. do everything with, and to yeah. also share all the same hobbies with. I mean, I just feel like we're at this, at an interesting place right now um, where we've idealized maybe a little too hard. Yes. Um, yes. And, and it's putting a lot of pressure on one person for a lot of people on one person. Um, to do all the things all the time. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I, I have no further point after that, but (laughs) it was just something that kind of, you know, I've been contemplating for a while. Yeah, no, I I like that point a lot. Like the kind of go off, like riff off what you're saying here. Um, yesterday actually in camp, I was talking to one of, um, one of the people I'm camping with and, uh, we were kind of talking about the same sort of topic. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, um, I think, the problem you ever see you seem 40 year old virgin right mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah remember that line from it where they're like yo you're putting the pussy on the pedestal right mm-hmm. it's like right, right like i think too many people they see their partner you know or somebody they're interested in mm-hmm. and they immediately i like idolize them in a way or they can not everybody does this but i know i've been guilty in the past and then you put them up on this pedestal and you start creating this fantasy about who this human being is instead of loving them for who they are. Right. And then like you said, like, you know, if someone, if you're getting most of what you need from your partner, that's a great thing. But like, you shouldn't need them as the sole source of everything. Like you said, like if they're, if it's like, yo, I need this person to do everything with me, always make me happy. Always like, you know, like listen to me when I'm sad, shit like that. It's like, if you put that much pressure on another human being, like that's not, that's not healthy for anybody, you know? And like you said, it's almost like you just have to love the person for who they are. Yeah. Right. And like, they're good, they're bad. Cause like none of us, we all have great qualities and we all have like less desirable qualities. Right. Sure. But like, you know, I think when you start or, or when people start, uh, projecting in a way like oh you know what i know they're not this way but i can like change them into oh, this God. other way and that's the fucking worst well, thing you can do because like you go down that fucking TED talk. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> right i know <laughs> i think we've all had that relationship yeah. right you know and that's just deemed to fail so yeah you know yeah. i think um but well, what, and, and like to you, like you were just saying it's not fair to either of you so no. it's obviously not fair to your partner right. to um have all those expectations but it's also not fair to yourself to um think that you can actually acquire that from all from one person yeah. and then you also end up hurting yourself with your own expectations but that, they inevitably fail them absolutely right? yeah no you're you're like that's exactly it's like you pulled that shit right out of my mind that's exactly <laughs> what i was thinking so that's yeah. you know and that's why these like podcasts are great right because you get the capture these good conversations this like real mm-hmm. organic shit like none of this is scripted you know we're just going off the cuff here but it's like it's just a conversation right and that's oh, what's yeah. yeah and that's what's beautiful about it is like then people listen to that and there's been so many times i listen to something and like you pick up a little nugget of knowledge and you're like man i'm glad i fucking listened to that now <laughs> i, I kind of changed my perspective for the day for sure you know or like like i teach a lot of yoga so like I always try to theme my class and like talk about something and people are like, how do you pick like the topic? I'm like, literally I pick it before I walk in the door. It just depends. Like maybe I read something, I heard something, I had a good conversation with someone and I'm like, you know, we talked about this little thing and I think that's important 
because like in the grander scheme of everything, it's like, you know, you teach somebody about that and it's just get them to think, you know, and once, um, you know, just for example, we're talking about like sexuality at burning man. Right. It's like, there's some shit here I've never even heard of and seen, Ooh, you know, um, you know the name of it. What's the rope thing? Where Shabari. People, Shabari. Yeah. yeah. That's a new word. Rope yeah. I learned that fucking day one here on the playa. Did you go to a class? Did you just happen to see it walking I, by? I, no, I met it. I was at a barbecue where I got this VIP status, which doesn't mean anything because we all got barbecue, <laughs> you know, it means I, was, I came back and my oh, campmates are like, where the fuck are you VIP at? I'm like, a barbecue. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> But anyway, after this barbecue, I go across the street and there's this chai tea tent. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah dude! And there's smoke. Yeah, me too. And it's like uh, it was like uh, like Arabic type base, so there's fucking hookah there too. So yeah. I was like, man, this oh, is. Oh, oh, you're talking about spice and vice. Spice and vice, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to spice and vice. Y'all are the mm. shit and have kept me caffeinated and relaxed at the same time several days now. Yeah, so I appreciate f- you. Fucking great people. They're over at four and four fifty. Like, no, uh, 345 three, and a half. Yeah, yeah. 345 and a half. Yeah. Shout out. And then, yeah, so I was in there and I met this guy over at the barbecue and we had a good conversation and then we met back. Oh, he ended up happening to be at the chai tea tent. And so we sat down and, uh, oh, I can't remember the guy's name, but That's okay. anyway, he had like, he had those like kind eyes, like those soft blue, like kind soul kind of eyes. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I remember he goes by Sage and he, yeah, and he had a, he had a shibari like rope on and I was like on, on himself on himself around his waist. And I was, um, I had noticed that while we were eating, uh, lunch at the cross the street. And then when I ran into him again, we were just sitting down like a smaller group of us. So I was like, Hey brother, can you tell me about this rope? And he was like, Oh yeah. Do you know anything about shibari? And I'm like, I don't. And he's like, well, you want to know? I'm like, yeah, tell me. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, it's just fascinating because, like, I knew nothing about, like, bondage or rope bondage. And, I and like, you know, kind of the way I grew up, like, I, I heard about this stuff and I'm just like, I don't know, it seems a little strange. But sure. then, like, I met somebody, right? He, he explains it to me and I was like, oh, wow, that's actually, like, quite fascinating. Like, I never really thought of, like, like the sexual nature of that. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just eye-opening. Like, will I try it? I don't know, maybe. Like, but... I mean, if it's the right chick will tie me up, I'll definitely go do that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But I, that was sure. like, you know, super cool. Or like, you know, that was something, like I said, I had never even heard of. So like well, that's, and, and that's kind of the magic here is there's, there's stuff like that yeah. everywhere. And it also took you asking. It did. You it did. saw it and you were curious enough and, uh, and capable enough to, um, just, just ask. Yeah. And, and, and they were yeah. likewise available for the conversation yeah. to explain. And that's fucking oh, so good. I love it. Right? And also to your point, um, you know, if the right person, you know, <laughs> joke, um, but for real though, I, I mm-hmm. personally, like I am not into, I, I don't think I am into certain things right. until the right partner um comes along that is so into that thing and i'm like mm-hmm. sure I, I can try that with you or right. i'll do that with you yeah. and then suddenly it's like the best thing i've ever done right. and it's so fucking hot because they're so fucking hot right. and they're so into they're it, into so it. Well, i'm into it because i'm into them Fuck and then yeah, yeah. now i have a new cake right? yeah yeah exactly <laughs> right exactly you know and that's that's and like as a you know as a virgin burner here um that's the thing i've loved the most about it like yeah there's like i mean I play music too. So like, I love all the fucking live music. Like that's been fucking great. The DJs, the art, like it's all fucking great. But 
what I think makes this experience is what you just described is the openness between human beings that you can go, Hey, I don't really understand this. Can you, can you teach me? And everybody is more, at least in my experience, everybody's more than happy to share their story, their experience, their sexual like preferences. And it's like in such a healthy, open way that like, you know, I feel like outside of this setting, you might see somebody like we use the Shabari rope guy, right? Mm-hmm. You might see that and be like, okay, like I'm curious, but I feel like, you know, like I'm not in the men. So if I ask him, maybe like it's going to get taken the wrong way. Right. Sure. But then here it's not that energy at all. It's like you're, it's just an encouraging, open, like inviting energy. And like, like you said, and then when you open that up, then you can actually learn about shit and go like, Oh, you know, maybe I would be down to try that with the right person. Like where before it's like, you kind of, at least for me, I look back and it's like, Oh, was I holding some judgment in like certain areas? And it was like, Oh yeah, I think I was. And so yeah. you kind of work through that here too, just by just people opening their heart and being friendly. And that's what makes like this burning man from like my virgin eyes. Like the best is just the community of people. Like where else can you get fucking a pancake and then bourbon bacon and beignets like on the same block and like, for no money and, they just and, come and handed and to you back and in. a pickle back <laughs> and then you can go down to the leopard lounge and fucking jam with us at two yeah, and get a sound bath <laughs> get a sound bath and you get a foot massage like you fucking name it you can find it here on the playa and that you know and i guess that would be my like kind of advice to any any other virgin burners out there is this whole thing is like what you make of it like if you you want to sit around and camp and do nothing like that's your experience but if you're willing to go on an adventure and just like open your heart and your mind to people out here you don't even need the map like give you a booklet with everything that's fucking planned but like you actually don't even need it you can just fucking ride out a direction with an open heart and like you can fill your fucking day with like all kinds of blessings you know yeah i mean i mean even just us like we you know we've met selling some bourbon <laughs> you know and it's like that you just the connections with people it's cool and like the fact that uh you know everybody's just we have the time here and we don't have well, the distractions and, of like cell phones and bullshit for sure and also i think there's something to be said for we all get to be weird here right, uh, we all right. get to you know have have that freedom within ourselves yes. and so therefore i think it then reflects in abundance towards being open yeah. to new connection yeah, and being more wide open uh, as you're exploring yourself and, and uh, right. you know, um, expressing yourself. So oh, it yeah. is, it's a very special, unique space, especially if you're looking to explore anything new. It's like, yep. this is the spot to do it because right. you're going to be, you're going to be held with love and acceptance and you just trying. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's no judgment. Yeah. That's, that's the best part. So, Let's talk about your burning experience so far. Yeah. Have you, uh, so are you here with somebody? Are you single? What are you doing? What do you, what's your adventure look like at the moment? Yeah, no, I'm single. Um, and it's, it's been a good, it's, it's been a good time. I, I came, I came with all of the intention Uh of, um, 
going to a bunch of kink stuff. Uh, oh, cool. I really, yeah. I, I miss, uh, I'm, I'm a kinky bitch and <laughs> I, <laughs> okay. Um, you wouldn't have this podcast if you weren't a kinky bitch. <laughs> I disagree. Okay. Uh, okay. But I, I, you can still be knowledgeable about a thing, even if you are not yourself. You know, right? that is true. That um, is true. But rega- I digress. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I am, so it doesn't matter. Right, right. <laughs> we'll just roll with what it is. We, we got a kinky bitch up yeah, here. Yeah. What up? And, uh, and so it was my full intention to go to like a bunch of kink events yeah. here on Playa. Uh, because I kind of miss, I miss that in right. my life. We, as we already discussed, yeah, 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 it yeah. hasn't been in my life intentionally for um, a couple of years now. Yep. And it's very integral, I feel, uh, to who I am as a person. It's a very large part of the communities that I run in and, and yeah. all the things. And um, and so I've been feeling a little out of touch with myself okay. uh, in those spaces. And so I was had every intention uh, to um, come to, I, I favorited, you know, and, and uh, earmarked a lot of things on the what, where, when, oh, right, um, yeah. all the different kink of plate spots and there's different kink. I mean, there's, fuck, there's like, I, th- I want to say three or four kink specific uh, camps within a block of me. Um, and <laughs> nice. I don't, I don't think I've visited a single one yet. Like, oh, and, okay. and I, you know, and that's just how burning man goes, right, you know, right. like it's just uh squirrel, 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 all <laughs> right, over yeah, the place. Yeah. And that's okay. And I'm not, I'm not a, upset or a about that. Um, but I know that that had been my intention at one point in yeah, time, yeah. <laughs> but, um, do you think you'll, uh, do you think you'll still make it before the end of, uh, your journey here at burning man or you just uh, gonna maybe. play it by ear? Yeah. I'm not worried about it. Let's see. That's, no. that's the best. <laughs> that's how I got here. Right. Like yeah. that's the best like spirit to have is just yeah. like, you know, we'll see. I want to, that's my intention. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. If, yeah. If I fill my day up with more fun in a different way, then that's beautiful too, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I'm, uh, and to your, I think your original question, yeah. uh, or original question intention. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. The original intention <laughs> of this like, question here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, I never go to events, uh, or, or really anything with the intention of hooking up with anybody. I don't either. I, I don't, it, I, I have a hard time understanding people who are like that, even though Same. I know a lot of them and, the, right, and I have right. a judgment around it. It's yeah. just not how I personally operate. Um, and I, I like uh, connecting with an individual first and foremost before anything goes any further. Yeah. Cause that's where I find the enjoyment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can get myself off. Right. Yeah. So like faster go, and better than you probably can. Right, to be honest, because right. we haven't hooked up before and right. you know, whatever, whatever. So it's like you know, getting off is is beside the point for right. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. I would rather just like fully connect. Um, and if yes. it happens to go in a sexual direction, then fucking rad. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, but it's not like. I seek that out when I come to, right. to burns or yeah. yeah, hell yeah, that's cool. Like I, we have the same uh, same viewpoint on that because I feel the yeah. exact same way. Awesome. Like you know, like like I said, I, I met somebody since I got here that yeah. I'm quite interested in. But that's so exciting. yeah, but that was not my intention uh, to meet at all. Playa, what a beautiful thing! Right? Do you think that you'll uh, meet well, in the real world? I yeah, I hope so. Awesome. I hope so. Awesome. Um, Do they live close? Yeah, just it, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, I no, no. I live in no, so I live in okay. Phoenix, and she lives in like L.A. area. So oh, cool. not far. Not, no, that's not a that hop, far. skip, and a jump. Yeah, and I'm not like rooted permanently in Phoenix. Like, although I will be there in the next year, mm-hmm. but like, I don't have to stay there. I grew up there. Like, I'm, I love it, I but I'm it. not like <laughs> attached. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's funny though, because like you're talking about like kissing on the playa, right? So. 
Hopefully, hopefully she's not listening. <laughs> but we've been trying to go to the playa the last two nights. Like yeah. the first night, they had like a clusterfuck getting here. They got here late because of their bus broke down and shit. And so, first night she was just like, tired, so she fell asleep early and was like, "Ah, she's tired. Let her sleep." So then last night we were trying to go, or then the next night we were trying to go out to the playa, took some mushrooms, kind of upset her stomach. Oh yeah. And so. Didn't want to leave camp because of the bathroom situation, right? Yeah, yeah. And so then, right? And then last night we were like, okay, we slept all day. We're like, all right, we're going out. Tonight's the night. And then we tried to do like a micro dose again. And that's how we determined it's like, you know what? You probably just shouldn't eat any mushrooms right now. It's like they're not fucking agreeing with you. So, third night in a row, didn't make it to Playa. So, the goal, and now it's like kind of interesting weather on the playa looks a little like uh, cloudy and shit so the goal is to eventually make it out there and like because it's cold right now it's a little, yeah it is a little cold guys right tip tip it yeah. nipply yeah <laughs> so but yeah so the goal is eventually i want to get out there at night and then like you know i feel like if you're gonna have a first kiss here on the desert like that's where you should under yeah. the fucking starlight and the laser lights of the playa 10 out of 10 recommend right yeah. so I had a, maybe I had t- a maybe tonight we'll make it to the playa. Yeah. That's that's the fucking goal. Like yeah. we'll see though with the way this is going. It's probably gonna rain and then like, but who knows? Maybe it'll maybe it'll happen at the burn. But no expectations. No expectations. No expectations. So. No, but it, but we made the best out of a good situation. So like, so it last, sounds like you guys are still connecting regardless. Yeah, like the night we were supposed to go out, like we just ended up chilling in our camp at the trailer and, and that's having still fucking. Awesome. It was awesome. Like we had a you good don't time. You have to leave camp to still have a phenomenal no, burn. Which no. Is so wild. You just, just and watching be, people like yeah. walk by or ride by in the crazy art right. cars and their uh, their insane e-bikes and all the things it's like that is so entertaining yeah. too. I love people. Yeah. Imagine. And then our camps right here right behind where we're broadcasting so there's a stage there so sometimes there's musicians mm-hmm. that just pop yeah, up on Tom it. Hall at AZ. Yeah, yeah, so it's like we get to hear some music like oh, without even leaving camp. It's fucking it's fucking great, dude. Like I uh yeah, this was the cherry on top. Like I told you earlier, my story of getting here. Like there yeah. was no, um, like th- this was not planned for this summer at all. Like I'm going when I get back. Actually, four days later, I'm going to Peru on a yoga retreat. And I just happened to have this time off, so this was oh, like, this was like the fucking, this was like the best surprise gift I've ever been given in my life. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I have to decide what I'm gonna do for my for my good friend Birdie. Shout out to Birdie, who's actually covering for you right now yes. i would be able to do this yes, he is. Thank so you. i gotta so i gotta figure out when i get back i gotta get her something like real nice or something from peru and say thank you yeah. because you know like it, i mean here's the other thing too like what an honor like when shit hit the fan like it's something it's cool to be that friend it's like yo i need a good friend to come and i thought of you like yeah. and then now that i've been here for you know five days or whatever it's been and I've like really gotten immersed in what this is. Yeah. Now I realize what a big honor it like. I thought it was an honor at first, but like now I'm just like, holy yeah. shit. Like yeah. that really means a lot. Like yeah. what a, like what a cool friendship. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I'm just super, super happy to be here. It's That's blessed, so dude. It's fucking rad. So well, Tiger, I think I, I think it's safe for me to say you were a virgin no longer. I, yeah. Right. I don't think so. I feel like I've, I got participated in a little bit of everything so yeah. far. And I, uh, yeah, I think, um, I think I popped my burning man cherry. All I got to do now is just watch the, the man burn down. <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, 
And if you can, stick around for Temple. I want to. I want to. Yeah, I went to the Temple uh, two mornings ago. And um, I heard, you know, I heard about the whole vibe at the Temple. And I went in the morning at like a little after sunrise. And so I rolled in there and a guy had a harpsichord set up in there. And uh, if you're not familiar with a harpsichord, it's just like a long kind of, uh, it's a harp that's on its side and you pluck it and it's uh, like an... uh, like a, a Asian type instrument, right? Real soft, somber type uh, music. And so he's just playing in there, and there's all these like people just like paying homage to lost ones and people they love. And this guy had put something on the altar there in the in the temple and just started like breaking down, weeping. And I think it started a chain reaction. Like I started crying. A lot of us were crying in there, and. Uh, I wasn't even intending to do like anything. And I immediately thought of my good friend, uh, his name was Mike Booth, but I call him Boothy or Booth. And, uh, he was a medic that I knew, um, growing up, he was my neighbor. And then when he went to Iraq, he got really bad PTSD, came back, killed himself. But all I could think about for some reason when I walked in, this was over a decade ago, <clears throat> but when I walked into the temple, all I could think about was it's like, man, if Booth would have been able to come to Burning Man, mm. I think he'd be alive today. Because I think really? he would have... Yeah, because wow. this was his vibe. Like, and he didn't know it. And I think, like, he he felt like he had done some stuff during his, his military time where he was like, you know, I just feel like I can't reconcile with it. And unfortunately, those demons got the best of him. But I yeah. think had he been here and gotten to see this... I think he would have had been able to like dig down deep, find that inner strength, and like, you know, he'd still be around. So, I just felt like super compelled. I just wrote like a little thing on on the wall in there for him, and uh, yeah, it was emotional. I didn't expect that. It was real heavy, and then I hung out for a little bit, rode back to camp, and I was still like pretty emotional until I got pretty much down E Street here, and then like I was saw some people I knew, and it was time to make some pancakes that morning. So like. Then I just turned it around, but like that's kind of, but like that particular morning, I kind of bring that up because it, um, as you mentioned, the temple burn because it really just shows like it is an actual city. Black Rock City is like a whole diverse ass city. There's like fun and games and party, but there's like real shit here. Like people, you know, people get married here, you yeah. know, because like oh, yeah. the connections and stuff that they make are so you know, pivotal and like paramount in their life. They're like, you know what? This place is special. Or like, you know, people are like, Oh, I have to bring this memento for the temple burn because of my lost homie. And he always came and loved it or whatever. And hearing that part of burning man's fucking great too, you know, because like it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's life, you know, that's what's, it's just, it's life and you're living it fucking raw dog here on the playa and it's great, dude. I love it, man. Yeah. Raw dog and life. Raw dog and life on the playa. That's That's your quote for the day, everybody. Go, go raw dog some life. If you're, if you're not a raw dog in life, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tiger, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. Thank you. This was fucking awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And, uh, Maybe some other time I can do a a, a proper long one right? for, yeah. for my for my proper podcast. Right, fuck yeah, let's do this it. This is fucking excellent. Oh, yeah. And I love the Burning Man perspective so hard right now. Thanks. Uh, so especially from a virgin. Right. Oh yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there's a region people seek out see you know, virgins are sought after. Although we just proved that I'm not a virgin anymore, so I, no more white for me, guys. I can't <laughs> wear white. I'm not pure anymore. I've been 
You've been taken by the dust of the playa. Yeah, yeah. Now you're just tan like the rest of us. Now I'm just tan, this right? Is, like terrible, like <laughs> dusty. Tan. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> and you guys can't see it obviously, but there's a fucking dust storm and wind blowing. Although it's it's nice. It's probably only like 69 degrees out. It's fucking yeah. beautiful. It was just raining a second ago. Yeah. Like, what is? We survived like what a. What is even happening? Yeah, right yeah. Half the tent fucking blew away in the night <laughs> last night. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Let's not get started on that. Yeah. Well, anyway, thanks for having me. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, And everyone, again, I am Meow Mayhem, and we are on 96.3 K-A-E-Z. If you want to come over and chat with me for a minute or ten, I'm at 4NE in the tower. So say what up if you feel so inclined, or wave as you pass by and ignore me. That's fine, too. You do you. It's your burn. Um, And, yeah, let's see. What do we feel like listening to? Oh, I got, I got something good. Yeah, something Here good. we go. Yeah, we got some Luda, Luda in the Luda. house. <laughs> all righty, uh, that of course, as we all know, the lovely Jimi Hendrix. And before that, ooh, what did I even play? Oh, a Marilyn Manson. And uh, before that, we had Luda in the house. So, um, you know, I think we're just rocking along pretty well. Uh, once again, this is Meow Mayhem, and I'm with K A E Z. In the AEZ Village uh, at 96.3. And we are at 4 and E. If you want to come over and give me a fist bump or something, say hello. Um, but in the meantime, I pulled another random person off the street. Um, <laughs> Cheyenne, how you doing? Doing all right. I'm not so random. I'm not so random. You not know so, me, baby. Not so random, but random that you're here with me right now. <laughs> so, um... Uh, you already know the topic uh, at hand here, but how many burns have you been to now? Oh, since 2007, honey. Okay, 2007. So you, you're you a veteran. We can, I think, a veteran uh, a burner, I think we can attest. Oh, yeah. Um, I would love to hear, like, one of your most electrifying Burning Man sexual experiences that you've had. Because <laughs> I know you have... A plenty. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one. My, not the most electrifying. Oh, one, oh okay, was, that's all right. I'll take what you got. It was so sensual. You know, it started hmm. out with this eye contact, and then it was like, you know, kissing. You were at a bar or something? Uh, yeah, I kind of started out there. And okay, okay, just, okay. It's, I mean, uh, it was, it was, you just had that, uh, that electric feeling, and mm. it just couldn't stop, and mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, it, it went on and on and touching. It was just so, it was romantic. It was sexy. It was fun. Mm. It was just like, I love this. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and that was somebody that you just met that night? Yeah, it was random. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How cool is that? I know. Did you I ever, know. did you ever see them again? You know, no. No? No. Yeah. But that was kind of the beauty of and it. That, it like really is. Yeah. Strangers. Oh, this is beautiful. Yeah. How about you? How about you? Oh, um, so my, I think my all time favorite, um, was, well, fuck. so I've been to a lot of burns, uh, I've been, they're mostly regional. So this is actually my second burning man, uh, but my like 11th burn. Right? Sure. So, um, if we're going off of burning mans, um, last year I was cruising around deep playa, um, with, uh, a new friend of mine that I met on, on playa, of course. Um, and it was one of those days that we kind of had like, uh, 
two days ago yesterday? God, what is time? I'm still awake, guys. I haven't slept. So technically in my world, it's still Thursday. <laughs> um, so what is time? One of the days recently, uh, we had, you know, it was like um, one of those like rolling uh, whiteouts kind of constantly, you know. And, and so anyway, me and my friend were um, roaming around Deep Playa, looking at the art, just seeing what's what. And, uh, and these rolling whiteouts kept happening. And at one point we just both had like this moment and we just turned to each other and started making out in the middle of like a full whiteout dust storm, right? Like our mouths are dry and like, you know, like, and it makes no sense. Our goggles are on, but it was so fucking cool. Um, and such a unique, like special experience because, you know, with these rolling whiteouts, it's like, um, you know, it, it'll be clear and you can see all of Playa and you can see all of the art around you and all the people roaming from place to place. And then suddenly, within a matter of seconds, you are the only two people on Earth. Right. Are we talking sex with trash bins? No, not sex. I'm, tra- I'm literally just saying making out. Oh, that's good. You got to do it. It's a thing. Yeah, it's oh, a thing. I know. I know. Well, I hear trash fence is lit up this year. <laughs> well, so that's going to yeah. make it a little more spicy for some people. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, sex at trash fence is definitely a goal at some point in my world. Um, but with the right with the right person in the right moment, for you sure. know, you don't want to force sure. these things. No, no, no. Um, but uh, making out in, in the middle of a fucking dust, dust storm was a key highlight uh, of my of the two burning mans i've been to so far awesome experience. So, awesome. yeah you know and it doesn't and i think that just goes to show like it doesn't have to turn into it doesn't have to turn into sex to be a beautiful electrifying fucking awesome experience that you feel so connected yeah. with right you know because a, a hot kiss is could almost be an orgasmic oh my god it just goes through your soul truly wow. yeah honestly uh-huh. when i when i get in that zone with somebody you know yeah. before you actually go the distance yeah. or whatever and you're kind of like in this uh getting to know oh, each other yeah. or just at least vibing <laughs> on each other and connecting and stuff and like you make out for the first mm. time and it's like oh i feel like i'm in high school again like We're just the, to go. Yeah, right. But it's like, you know, you're holding it, you're not quite going, you know, the full whatever. And it's just like just making out, just to make out. And that has all the energy and pent up everythingness in it. Hell and yeah. that is just the sexiest, best <laughs> feeling. And then, and then somehow uh, it's a little lost after you do hook up because now you can hook up every time, right? <laughs> now you can go the distance every time. And so the making out oh. is, um, isn't as quite as electrifying when you know that you can like continue going right or at least in at least my experience are you saying it's never as good as the first time (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know no of course not no of course not uh honestly for me i don't know how it is for you Mm -hmm. uh but for me um sex for the first time with uh somebody new Mm -hmm. is rarely any good well, yeah, because you just don't know the You don't know each other yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, it, it's happened a couple times in my life where it's like, whoa, that was phenomenal. Yeah, what that, the fuck? Where did that come that's from? That's what you're you seeking again? out, like, baby. <laughs> the first woo, time. Woo. Uh, but you know what? Like, re- repeat customers, uh, that really... Um, <laughs> you get to know. <laughs> that, that's a, that's a, that, that, you know, then you develop, you know, more yeah, rapport and you get yeah. to learn each other's bodies. And that For is sure. it's obviously sure. uh, where where the magic usually is uh, so, so to speak uh, <laughs> um and and i honestly i enjoy that conversation i yeah. enjoy like <laughs> it sounds so lame saying this i enjoy like um you know after 
after hooking up with somebody or it doesn't even have to be like hooking up, but like having sex with somebody um, or, uh, you know, doing whatever and just kind of having like a decompression conversation afterwards. Yeah. I honestly love those. Well, uh, they're, they're actually very key to me personally. It's like, oh, I liked this. I didn't care for that. Or maybe sure, I could show sure. you something, you know, or whatever. Or this was so fucking hot and that made me feel so hot. And, um, you know, I really liked it when you like whispered that thing in my ear, right? And well, like that is so informative. Yeah, well, that's an important message for a lot of guys out in, in the plyo world and, and uh, the default world too is because uh, how many guys, you know, uh, wham, bam, and then th they've fallen asleep. They just want to go to sleep. Like, no, I want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So dudes, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. listen to your partner and, and give some feedback and she'll love you. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's part. It's part <laughs> Do you have any, um, I, I, after coming to so many burns uh, at this point for you, do you come, I'm sure you don't come with any expectations because we all know better to, than to do that. For sure. Um, but do you have, do you ever come with, uh, any goals in mind, especially in, in part of like, maybe not necessarily full on, you know, hooking up with people, but wanting to connect in that way or even going to classes? Do you, do you ever do any of the workshops or classes or yeah, anything? Yeah, occasionally, but, you Or know, go to Orgy Dome or anything? I, I, I think the thing that you really have to, um, you know, focus on is, you're not going to hook up. I don't have an expectation. I'm going to go Burning yeah, Man and right. I'm going to get laid. I'm going to yeah. get fucked every night. It's like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. that's your goal, if that's your expectation, you'll fail. But if you want to just experience new things and, mm -hmm. and uh, go with the serendipity, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, that's what you should seek out. Communicate with people. And you never know. You yeah. can talk to somebody else. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, you want to do it? Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> so, so, and you know, and this, this is a thing about this uh, class is hard to join. Always say yes. You want to go? Mm -hmm. Yes. Don't be afraid. Don't be, you know. Yeah. Go naked bike ride? Yes. Say yeah. yes, you know. Yeah, you, know yeah. you can always say no to some, you know, uh, sure. random sex act, but um, just say yes. Get it laid out there. It's, it's a beautiful world out there. People yeah. are so giving. So. Well, and just being, yeah, and to your point, just being available mm -hmm. to uh, mm -hmm. what may happen. And obviously, as always, it's important to respect your own boundaries. For sure. And you are responsible for your own boundaries. So for saying sure. no is also very important. Um, but, you know, being able to say yes um, for those random mm -hmm. acts of whatever the fuck, um, <laughs> whatever the fuck that may be, especially here on Playa, um, you know, is, is a lot. Of, it can be a lot of fun. It can be very eye-opening uh, into yourself uh, when you may have not realized you were trying to explore that, right? Um, so let me ask yeah. you a question. Are you a morning lover or an evening lover or an anytime lover? Ooh, good question. Uh -huh. um, I want to say anytime, but I'm, I'm inherently a night owl. Mm -hmm. So I want to say I'm like, more awake and uh, lively at night. Um, but that being said, morning sex is fucking great. Let's oh, be honest, awesome. right? Like, and what a, the the best way to like wake up a partner, you know, uh, that when they're not necessarily like, yeah, like good morning. Uh, yeah, but, you know, obviously with somebody that ha you have that uh, agreement with, but. Um, yeah, I I, I want to say anytime, but if I really, you know, probably nighttime is sure. uh, what I tend towards. But uh, you know, right? It's or, all good. How about you? Oh yeah, yeah, both. But uh, you, I think in the evening you're uh, 
well oiled. <laughs> You're in the mood well and fun. The lights are out. The ambiance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then again, that that morning uh, morning loving is is special, especially so quiet. And you can see the sunrise. You go out there and just get naked and, and have fun in the sun, and it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a different experience, more yeah. spiritual for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm I might be an anytime guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> well, some people say so. Are you bisexual? I say well. I like to think of myself as trisexual. I'll try anything. Oh, <laughs> kidding. I, I'm kidding. 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 I'm so uh, I'm, I'm curious what your experience at Burning Man is like, single versus partnered, and uh, you know, and and partnered with a partner who's on playa with you or off playa, right? Like I'm curious how those. Uh, that, that's a lot change. of questions. But I know, I know. Well, I'm I'll, just, I'll dive I'm, into I'm the first the groundwork, one. <laughs> and you go, you take that. From so uh, you know, coming to to playa um, with the, with a partner, and um, it's got to be a pretty strong relationship because a lot of mm. uh, distractions, and if they're like, you know, oh. She's got a cute ass. You're going, all right. I got a pass to look at, you know, whatever. And I'm not going to offend her. But, um, you know, it could be harsh on relationships, really, especially the sexual part. How so? Well, um, people have this expectation of loyalty. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm sort of that way, too, for sure. But um, if, uh, (laughs) let me put it this way. I've rarely seen a fight on the play in all my years. The only fights I've seen is like, where were you last night? <laughs> I got lost and I fell asleep in this tent. What's that lipstick on your color? Yeah. And then they blow up like, oh, you don't love me. You don't respect me. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's tough to bring um, someone out to play. But sometimes it can be really rewarding. Like, yeah. oh, I never saw that side in you. How exciting. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, it's 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 lonely to be out here by yourself with Is a partner. It? Yeah. A little bit, you know, because you have... Uh, that bomb yeah but at the same time it's exciting and uh intriguing and uh, you just gotta go with it you know yeah it's fun yeah. I, I dig it, I dig it. how about you um yeah so i've definitely been to burns um single and partnered uh and they're just very different experiences for me um so you know partnered it's you're definitely um compromising a lot for what you both want to do a lot of the time, you know, because you want to spend a lot of time together on, on Playa um, or in whatever burn you go to. Um, and so that inherently changes the entire burn, I think. For sure. Um, because you're always having to, you know, take them into consideration, right? Sure. But then you also get to, wow, share these incredible experiences with somebody else, which also deepens these kinds of experiences too, right? Because now you have a shared memory and it gets to be even more special. Um, And then also, you know, you have your, your babe that you can uh, hook up with every night if you want to um, as well on playa, you know, so the, so that's also lovely. Um, But being single, let me ask you this. this. Um, Okay. Have you ever been into the lifestyle? Oh yeah. Swinger, you know, uh, I'm I'm polyamorous. Uh, I'm polyamorous. Um, so I think there personally, I think there's a distinction. But I yeah. I am adjacent. Yes. Yeah. But so, some of my my burner friends. Uh, yeah. Other friends will go out to rent a whole floor of motel and it's like game on. And oh, it Costumes. It's so fun. Oh, it's so much fun because it's uh, there's no expectations. Yeah. There's But there's this joyousness and this. Yeah. Like, 
Be, yeah, yeah. It could be hella fun. Oh, totally. You know, so. But uh, to your to your original question, um, going going uh, to a burn single for me at least is also. I think I prefer it. Um, I think it's my preferred experience because I get to do whatever I want, whenever I want. And then I also am available to connect with anybody I want. And to me, um, it's the connections I make here that are really so spectacular. And I, and I hate, again, I'm poly, so I don't do this as much, but regardless, like I'm more available for more connections when I'm single. For sure. Um, because they're inherently because of how time works. And if I'm with a partner doing things, most of the burn with them, then I don't have as much time to be available (laughs) to connect with just making new friends. Right. Right, So anyway, that's, uh, I don't know. I think that answered your question, but, um, so here's one more question for you. So are you, you're out here and you're going, I'm horny as fuck. Yeah. And it's just like, you're yeah. looking and looking. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. you're in an oasis. Look for that oasis. It's like this across the desert. Like, what do I have to go to? Or I mean, it's, it's a, uh, it can mm. be kind of frustrating a little bit sometimes. Oh, do you find totally. that? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Are, I, know. I have been, uh, uh very turned on <laughs> by a lot of you fine folk out oh, there. Sure. Um, I am thinking of one or two in particular right now <laughs> that I have definitely masturbated to uh, when I got back to yeah. camp. Um, Maybe. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate all the eye candy for sure. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, like, at the end of the day, um, I... I can get myself off. Sure. You know, I don't need to hook up that badly. Sure. Um, I, I personally uh, like the connection yeah. that I make with people. And so if the connection isn't really there, the then best. I'm really not interested that's because the, I can do me better than you can do me probably. Right. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> well, wait a minute. So no, I mean, we general, don't know, general. but generally, yes, the, the Royal you or whatever. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so yeah, I definitely get fucking ramped up and, and horny as shit, uh-huh. depending on what I'm doing or who I'm seeing uh, sure. around ar- around the dust. But um, that doesn't necessarily alter my behavior, sure, sure, if sure. that makes sense. So how about you? Well, I was just gonna say you've got this hot, sexy playlist. Yeah. Designed. Should we play them a song? Shall we play them a song? And then we'll get back to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. I guess that means Cheyenne has to think about it for a second well, before answering. Think about that girl last night. All right. Uh, well, I got Just a Lover by Hayden James coming up, y'all. All righty, y'all. Cheyenne, I'm just curious if you have any wise words of wisdom for those sexual creatures dusty dusty motherfuckers that they are um out here on playa well <clears throat> the first answer is safe sex i mean uh yeah. let's face it uh, having sex with a rubber on is like taking a shower with a wetsuit on right mm-hmm. but there's a lot of stuff going around so you know be yeah. safe about it. unless yeah. you know your partner yeah and you're both you know you're for sure yeah then you know yep. there's no Substitute, but yeah, that'd be the first. Well, and also safe conver- sex, conversation right? is sexy. Yeah, in my oh, opinion, let's play, talk about it. Hey, when, when yeah. Yeah, but like, when were you last tested? Sure. You know, when? How many partners have you had mm-hmm, recently? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're really looking to like not use a rubber, like no judgment, mm-hmm. but maybe have a conversation about it and see if that's like yeah. a safe pro, you know, safe yeah. profile for you, right? Like whatever your safety parameters right, are for right. yourself. So once you're there, so, it's like no, yeah. you can be a little bit more free. Right, you know, right, 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 right. Yeah. So uh, that's what I say. 
That's definitely uh-huh, definitely uh-huh. a good one. Um, I also think, uh, especially mentioning you dusty motherfuckers, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe um, clean clean yourself uh, fairly regularly because you never know when something can happen. Right. You know, you never know when a moment will strike. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. be available for that yeah, exactly. and uh, wash wash thyself. Who wants a stinky twinkie? <laughs> <laughs> Not I. <laughs> Not I. <laughs> well, Shane, thank you so much for joining me. That was really this fun, is Riley. awesome. I love yeah, you. Okay. yeah, I love you. Fun, yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, that is John Legend classic. Uh, satisfaction. That <sighs> smooth, so smooth. That shit is so sexy to me. I I don't know if it does it for anybody else, but I, I love I fucking love that song. Um, so I am Meow Mayhem, and I am coming to a close with my segment today here at KAEZ 96.3. But before I go. I have Reptile Dysfunction here, who's actually taking over the next segment, which is fucking rad. She agreed to 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 do a little do a little chit chat with me here first before I before I head out. So, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm so fucking good. This I'm so, so good. happy right now. Yeah. This this is the best. This is absolutely the best. Um, I found it really funny that your name is Reptile Dysfunction, right? Yep. And it's uh, you know, it's it. It felt very appropriate to to accompany my segment about sex and sexuality. As a female presenting person, have you ever dealt with erectile dysfunction in a partner before? This is one of my biggest issues, being yeah. in the lifestyle. Yeah. Um, my primary partner, my husband, does not deal with this very often. So mm. when I'm with other people, I find it happening quite a bit oh. and I think it's a big issue for people in like a group yeah. setting right if you're yeah. with other people and you see people oh, like yeah. my husband who's performing on you know with your wife and doing great and then mm-hmm. suddenly I, I'm here mm-hmm. and you're like oh shit mm-hmm. I can't keep up with that it's it, intimidating it's intimidating yeah and then yeah. it was really hard for me because I would internalize that and like what am I doing wrong oh. maybe I'm not sexy enough maybe yeah. maybe I'm too intimi- intimidating and so it would really like yeah. mess with me because I'm like, oh no, this keeps happening to me. Like, right? No, 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 it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It just happens. Me. It's just happening everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And it's prolific. Yeah. And so I think that's part of like part of normalizing it, right? Mm-hmm. Like we need to talk about it. This mm-hmm. happens to everybody mm-hmm. sometimes. It's not a big deal. There's other things we can do, but also know the party that you're coming to. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's also things that, we can do. Yeah. There's, there's things the, we can do. There's tons of things you can do yeah. with tons of implements or other appendages. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. And uh, to your earlier point, um, I've, I've heard this a lot, actually, specifically when I talk about erectile dysfunction um, with uh, my male friends. Um, they, uh, they've told me horror stories of women's reactions when that happens. And so they have a, a lot of baggage, like as if they don't have enough baggage around right. it already. Right. And then there's people like just adding on to it, uh, which is awful. Um, and, uh, and, and these horror stories are just like, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, get up and leave the room or say that they're, you know, just, uh, not, you know, they, they, but it's, and I recognize, um, that like you said, it's stemming from a place of the women suddenly feeling insecure of like, well, guys always have hard ons. We're taught this our entire life, whether they like it or not, they always are hard. So it must be a me problem if they're not hard right now. And, um, I just, I would love to take this opportunity to talk to 
all people out there that like when ed happens like it's not it's not about you like it's it's okay don't take it personally um and it's gonna you know you guys can just like work it out together and still have a great time doing plenty of other things and having the perspective of uh, you know, I'll be fine with enough lube and a good attitude. I can, right. I can do anything. Right, right. And that's not the case for everybody, right? True. <laughs> so being sensitive, being thoughtful, being considerate about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's totally. Not a big deal. <laughs> well, awesome. I am signing out on that note. I love you guys so much. Thank you for having me today, beautiful Burning Man people. And uh, yeah, handing it over to this lovely human over here. fun was that? I am in love with this episode so much. It kind of just kind of happened. I I don't know if I'll be able to do uh, future ones. I'm sure I will, to be honest, because I just want to expand on this more. I had so much fun. I was incredibly nervous to do a live, more sporadic version of my podcast um, for the, the radio station. And I'm so glad that I pushed my own boundaries and got out of my comfort zone and just winged it. And I think it turned out fucking awesome. And I had the best conversation. So I really look forward to doing this again next year and the year after that. And every year that KAEZ will allow me to continue to DJ because that was a shit ton of fun. So yes, thank you again, everyone for being so patient and loving me anyway, and still being here and listening to my next episode. I so appreciate each and every one of you guys because I love this passion project of mine. I think it's the fucking best. Obviously I'm biased as all hell about it and I don't care. So I hope you guys enjoy it even half as much as I do, because I always learn something new from every person I talk to. And yeah, so I will talk to you guys again in two weeks when I am back to Richmond, Virginia and chatting with Goddess B and Slut Boy. They talk about getting married and her discovering that her new husband has actually been seeing mistresses behind her back and that he's been in the BDSM world with professional dominatrixes and been hiding it from her, but been doing it for for a long, long time and how she chose to be curious and interested in this passion of his and join him on this journey and how it has only led to more self-discovery for her and a deeper relationship for them moving forward. And it's just beautiful. So please join me in two weeks when I talk with them. And in the meantime, stay awesome, friends. 